everyone. Happy Woo Wednesdays. It's me, Carissa Wu. Join my Facebook group. I'm going live today at 1.30 and I go live every single Woo Wednesdays. So today my guest has been in the wedding game for 17 years, so her wisdom is enlightening. Jenna Henderson is a photographer and coach. She helps wedding photographers confidently build a balanced business on your own terms. Do you want to take a no-shoot day once or twice a week but don't know how? You will find out in this episode. Enjoy! Welcome to Get a Heck Yes with Carissa Wu. I'm your host, Carissa, and I've been a Los Angeles wedding photographer for over a decade. I've traveled the world, built my team, and seen it all. I now coach wedding photographers hit 10K a month and build a thriving business. In this podcast, we are going to deep dive into how top wedding creatives get that heck yes from their dream clients. We are not holding back on the struggles of the business and how to push through the noise. Some healthy hustle, mindset shifts, up-leveling your money story, time hacks because I'm a mom of two, a little bit of woo-woo, and most importantly, self-love and confidence are just a few of the many things we will talk about. I want to give you a genuine thank you for following along my journey. I hope to inspire you every Wednesday so that you say heck yes to listening to this podcast. See you guys soon. Hey guys, it's Carissa Wu. Welcome back to Heck Yes. I have a very special guest, Jenna Henderson. She is a wedding photographer and she's also a coach and she's from Tennessee. Not just Tennessee, but a little place called Bell Buckle, Tennessee. (laughs) Oh, I love the name. What's it like over there? It's quiet. Uh, We live on a family farm, century old farm nearby. So it's nice. We love it here. Nice. I yeah, I found out about you through another podcast, Tea with Janae, and I mm-hmm. fell in love with you because you're all about um, getting the power back uh, for photographers and creating boundaries. Um, and I actually like downloaded your little out of office reply, and I actually used it for yeah the winter time. Um, so yeah, just I guess back it up. Tell me about how you got started with being a wedding photographer. Yeah. So I've been a wedding photographer for a very long time. When I was a sophomore in high school, which was in 2001, okay? Okay. Showing my age, 2001. I decided I wanted to buy a clicky camera, like Uh literally a camera that made a click sound. I didn't even know what it was called. And from there, I found that I had a really natural um, knack for it. And so I started shooting weddings. I shot my first one. I was 19 years old. Wow. And and I've been shooting them ever since. So it's this is going to be my 17th year in business this year. And uh, yeah, so that's kind of how I got started, grew from there. And then in the past couple of years, I've started to transition to coaching because I recognize that I have a lot of experience, mm-hmm, number mm-hmm. one. But number two, I started to notice that I've got kind of a different perspective on how I run my business mm. that's different from how a lot of people run their businesses. And I knew that I could help women who are struggling with some things, just bringing my perspective to that. And so um, that's what I've been doing is, is coaching and, and it's been great. And here we are. Nice. Tell me about your different perspective. I'm very curious. Well, um, I think I run my business with a lot less fear than most people do. Oh, okay. You know, yeah. Business is something that is scary because the stakes are high. And so it's hard for us to make choices that that might be risky because there's that fear there. Well, what if? What what if something bad happens? What if my business fails? What if everything crashes and burns? And so that that pigeons holds us into this place where we can't make smart decisions. Mm. And for me, in my perspective, like I don't have quite 
I mean, there's always fear there. There's always moments I have fear, but I try not to lead with that. Instead, you know, that fear of judgment, I feel a lot of us struggle with. I'm like, who cares? Who cares what people think? Like, I'm just going to make this choice. It's going to be right for me. I'm the boss of my business. I'm in charge. I can make these choices myself. And that's what I'm going to do because that's what I'm here to do. And and that's the whole reason I'm in business in the first place. Uh, Why do you think wedding photographers or like, why do you think the stakes are so high? And like, why do you think we operate or wedding photographers seem to operate from fear? Well, I think it's it's a very valid place because we have this fear of failure. You know, there's a mm-hmm. lot of pressure on our shoulders because as small business owners, every decision falls to us. And so if we make the wrong decision, then and then our business fails, like that's on us. And so I think that makes us be afraid to make any decision or or make any decision that might slightly make somebody up unhappy or might slightly inconvenience someone mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. we we don't want that to happen but the truth is what happens is we wind up people pleasing and and the people pleasing puts us into this place where that pressure gets even heavier on our shoulders mm-hmm. because we're not running our business on our terms we're running it on everybody else's terms and so we get to this ugly place because we're overwhelmed because we're trying to make everybody happy because we're we start to fall behind and then we're not giving the best version of ourselves to our clients. And Mm -hmm. so what's going to wind up happening is our clients are going to quit booking us. And so that thing that we're afraid of is going to happen anyway. Wow! And so we have to say, you know what, Never mind. I'm going to work from place on my terms and you either got to work with me on my terms or don't work with me. And you have to be okay with saying that. I love that. I think this is so powerful for me because I am a people pleaser. Mm -hmm. um, And it is like this, big boulder on my shoulders. I'm a full-time coach now, but just Mm -hmm. being like the person that is, has to deliver, you know, amazing wedding photos to every Mm -hmm. client. And you feel this pressure of everyone has to love you or every vendor has to love you and everyone needs to book you. So when I saw like what you were putting out on social media and being interviewed by different podcasts, it was a breath of fresh air. Awesome. I love that. What specifically do you feel like was a breath of fresh air for you? I think when you say like in your own terms, it means like boundaries. It means taking space. Um, You don't work on Sundays. And I love that about you. You could talk more about that in a little bit. Um, And just kind of putting the ball back in your court. And also like when you say terms, it could mean like contracts or it could mean, yeah, like boundaries, like I said, but it's just like telling the client up front, like, what you can do and what you can't do. And then it's going to make the process so much easier for you and them. And then pretty much you're managing their expectations. Absolutely. Managing expectations is a key to it all because um, what we're saying is we're we're making the choice for ourselves. We're not basing it on what we think other people might want. We're not basing it on what the quote unquote industry standard is. We're not mm. basing it on what we have perceived to be true on social media because there's a difference between what's true and what we perceive to be true. And so instead, we're wiping the slate clean. We're saying, okay, here I am. Here's what I know I'm good at. Here's what I want my life to look at, look like. Here's what I want to give to my clients. And here's what I need to do in order to make that happen. And when we do that, then what happens is clients love us for it because mm. clients get on board with us and like, yes, that's what I want. I want this or they don't. And so it weeds it out where we're not working with those clients that we don't love. We start to have those ideal clients that we do love come into us because they get it. They get us because we have been fully um, 
forward about who we are and what terms we're going to work with. And, and I think that makes even clients respect us more. You know, there's, there's totally. a fear that if we, if we set boundaries, our clients are going to reject those boundaries. But I find the opposite to be true. I find that yeah, when I set yeah. boundaries, my, it makes my clients view me as more professional and they respect me more. And, and then as a result, they're willing to pay me more. Yeah, and they're willing so to work with me more on my terms. And so, oh, I totally and because agree. of that, then I'm in a great place where I can serve them better. And so yes. it just builds one on top of the other. Yeah. A funny thing that's happened to me was becoming, you know, a full-time coach, but, you know, I did like 50% coaching, a little bit more, a little bit more, but I created more boundaries, obviously, because I didn't want a book so bad. And then mm-hmm. because of it, I felt like, oh, wow, they actually respect me because I would say yeah. like my price and then some people were like, oh, that's expensive. And I'm like, oh, like, yeah. you know, it's kind of like buying a purse or a car. Like there's different, you know, prices and they kind of mm-hmm. understood. And I would just say anything and then they would like they would book. And it just it's so interesting. I'm like, oh, I only shoot six hours. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Um, so it was mm-hmm. like this crazy thing that happened. And I'm like, wow, why didn't I do this earlier? So people are so lucky to have you if they book with you for coaching, like, you know, early in their years of wedding photography or even like later on. Yeah. Yeah. I le- I work with people on both ends of that spectrum, people who are starting off and, and want to start off on the right foot, but then also people who have been at it for a while and the business feels cluttered in their brains. Mm. And they've gotten to this point where they're overbooked, they're overworking, they're wondering why it's all like, what's it all for? What's it all worth? They're maybe even considering like they're at that brink of burnout, like, yeah. And, and even like, is this even something I want to do? And so I work with people on both ends of that spectrum because um, there's, there's some big questions that we have to ask ourselves when we're in those places and say, well, what do we want? And, and why do we want it? And how are we going to get it? Yeah. Okay. So this conversation, the next 30 minutes, we're going to talk a lot lot about how to get a heck yes, but we're also going to talk about how to get, you know, say heck no. Um, (laughs) That's what I'm super excited about, which is so funny. But how do you get your heck yes from your dream clients? I think it comes back to that point of um, being fully myself and being okay with that and saying, this is who I am. This is my vision, you know, trusting that vision and, and, and trusting that if I put that vision out there, somebody's going to get it and someone's going to say, heck yes, that's what I want. And, and they're going to come to me versus me trying to bend and break and fit into somebody else's. Because if I'm trying to do that, then I'm not going to be fully fulfilling what I can, my potential here, what I can do, what I can give, because I'm going to be trying to give something that doesn't fully align with me. And in that case, it's never going to be quite right. It's going to be good. It's going to be great, but it's never going to be quite exactly that magic that we're looking for. And so to just wipe all that clean and and I think social media is a big problem with it is because we're constantly mm-hmm. comparing, we're constantly mm-hmm. seeing what other people mm-hmm. are doing. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. so if we can just say, you know what? No, that's not me. This is what I want. And I'm not going to let that influence me. That's where those heck yeses come from. Oh, I love that. Oh my gosh. It's so powerful. Is there somewhat like a time in your career where you did feel kind of burnt out and then you had to, you know, kind of decide that you wanted to create more boundaries for yourself or have you always been good with boundaries? Yeah, sure. There's, it's been a learning process and that's something that I think we have to remind ourselves is that we have to give us, give ourselves some grace. You know, there's always Mm going to be a learning process when it comes to what our boundaries need to be. And, and sometimes that comes from learning a lesson of mm-hmm. not setting a boundary and then realizing just how much it sucks and then having to say, okay, never again. I'm not doing that again. I've learned. Or um, sometimes our seasons in life change. And, and 
if our season in life changes and our business doesn't change with it, there's some friction there. And so we have to remember to to let our business ebb and flow with our season in life as well. So, yeah, yeah um, there was a time um, – Like if I think specifically about boundaries, like I can go back to that example of not shooting on Sundays. So Yeah, tell us more. I love your last Instagram post. So talk more about that. Yeah. So many, many years ago, many years ago, um, (laughs) I was shooting on just any day of the week. Uh-huh. Um, you know, people want to book me and be like, yeah, when you want to do it? Saturday, like Sunday. Like every photographer, yeah. Every, like every photographer, any day of the week, what do you want? And then I started to notice a pattern with myself. For my clients that booked with me on Sundays. Now, and when I say Sundays, I'm talking about non-wedding shoots. Like obviously Saturdays, we're going to book, we're going to book weddings on Saturdays. I'm talking about booking a non-wedding shoot on a Saturday or Sunday. Just mm-hmm. regular family shoot, a newborn shoot, maternity, whatever. So for my families that were booking me on Sunday, you know, s- Saturday night I'd stay up late, Sunday morning yeah. I'd sleep in or, or I'd go to church and then I'd get the afternoon sleepies and they're, you know, Sunday afternoon I just wanted to take a nap. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know what it is about Sundays, but my body just wants to take a nap on yeah, Sundays. Yeah, what a hangover so, and we want to Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And so I would get to this point where knowing, you know, come Sunday evening, I'd have to get up and go shoot, you know, golden hour and just to not want to do it. I yeah, did not want to get off. I did not want to put a bra back on. I did not <laughs> want to go do anything. <laughs> and so, but I would have to. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I would have to though because I booked these sessions. And so I was grumpy. And I was resentful. And, mm. you know, if I'm showing up to a shoot grumpy and resentful, am I giving them the best version of me? Yeah, you just want to go not. home. Yeah. I just, yeah, I'm not shooting them well. I'm not shooting them creatively. I'm not giving them the experience that they've paid for or or even any kind of experience is going to make them enjoy it or want to come back. Yeah. And so I was like, you know what? I'm done. No more. No more. Oh, and so um, it it was a transition period. At first, I was like, okay, I'm just going to shoot one Sunday a month. And then after going a couple of months where I had to still go shoot on Sunday, I was like, forget it. I'm done. I'm done with this. And so when people started to reach out and book and I'm like, okay, what day of the week do you want to book? If they suggested Sundays, it was just a simple I don't shoot on Sundays. Yeah. That was it. Simple boundary. I don't shoot on Sundays. And do you know what the response was? Okay. How about Friday? Okay. What about Thursday? Okay. We can do Tuesdays. Like it was so easy. And in the 17 years that I have been in business, I've had one, one, one client that just absolutely couldn't make it work. Which is totally fine. Yeah. And from the grapevine, um, I heard that she booked with someone else. Uh huh. And she turned out to be a nightmare client. Uh, and the reason is, is because she was not going to, she was looking for someone that she could walk all over. Wow. And she was looking for someone that um, she could push boundaries on. And it wasn't me. I wasn't going to uh, do that. I didn't compromise. And then I saved myself from this nightmare. So one client that I didn't want to have anyway, and that was it. Everybody else has been on board. And we have to uh, remember, you know, that as business owners, we have a legitimate and valid business just like anybody else. Yeah. So would you expect, if you had a toothache, would you expect to be able to call your dentist at 10 o'clock on a Tuesday night and mm. say, hey, I need an appointment right now? Hell no. No. Because why not? 
They got the family to hang out with. They got boundaries. They've got office hours. They've got, Mm -hmm. you know, it's very clear. They're open nine to four every week and then half a day on Wednesday every or whatever. And so we we know that the dentist office is going to have hours, the post office, the bank, whatever, even like restaurants. Like we know that they're going to close at some point or, or something. And as consumers, we are conditioned to accept boundaries all of the time. Wow. And so we have to remember that our clients are already okay with boundaries. Oh. We just have to set them. I'm getting so like excited. I love boundaries. <laughs> I, have, I do too. Um, I got like this fun, not fun, but not fun memory that, that uh-huh. came up. This girl was asking so many crazy things like for the family shoot, but I took the client mm-hmm. and she ended up bringing like, I don't know, crazy, like five outfits and being like, oh, please, please, please. You know, mm-hmm. like one of those. Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. shoot ended, took like, I don't know, two hours just because I didn't have boundaries. And I was like, went to my car, like almost crying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's one of those times is like lesson learned. Now I know. Uh-huh. Like no I now I know it's not yeah. worth it. Like I've got to next time I know what the red flags are and, and lesson learned. And sometimes that happens. Sometimes we just have to learn those lessons. But once we do, boy, we can set those boundaries and then we don't ever have to do it again. Yeah. And I have a really cool boundary. Like, well, I don't shoot. I'm trying not to book any more weddings, but I um, don't shoot more than eight hours and I don't shoot back to back weddings. So if yeah. they want more than eight hours and they'll just have to like, you know, have my team shoot it or just try to get everything in those eight hours. And I try to do six hours. Um, but I feel like after that that eight hour, I'm just kind of so over it and I just want to go home um, and I don't want to do like a bazillion dancing photos. So yeah, Yeah. I love boundaries. It's so like bringing the power back and I play tennis. So I like to say like bringing the ball back to your court. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And And it can be with our time. It can be with our energy. Like when clients text us all hours, day and night, we don't have to respond to a text. And we don't have to respond right away. Or we can say, hey, I got your text, but I only communicate through email. Email me instead. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Or, or, or DM or whatever. And so that way we don't have to spend energy in places we don't want to. So it's not just a time thing. It's an energy thing as well. Okay, cool. I'm going to ask you a fun question before we go into our hot topic, which we've been talking okay. about this whole time. But what's okay. like your biggest accomplishment in business? My biggest accomplishment in business? Um, you know, it's it's a big one, but it's also a simple one. Um, I've I've earned a living with a camera for 17 years. Uh, I would consider that to just be like a simple but a really huge thing. When I pull back and I look at big picture, like I've been able to buy a home. I've been able to put food on the table, raise children. Um, there have been times when I'm equal income earner, when I'm a more income earner with my husband. And there have been times when I've been a solo income earner um, and all of that uh-huh. with a camera um, and uh. just with, with what's in me. So I would consider that to be one of my or the accomplishment, I guess, the biggest yeah, accomplishment for sure. Oh, that like was so resonates with me and I'm proud of you and I'm proud of us. And um, I know like you're so passionate about photography, 17 years, that's like pretty much your whole life and yeah. now coaching others. And that's just so, so amazing. And I feel like we're just so like, like-minded in that sense. Yeah, for sure. And my knees are starting to feel a little bit. I had a I had a one year old session this morning, and I got down on the floor with him, and I got up. I'm like, ooh, I'm feeling that. I turned I turned 37 on on Monday, and I was like, yeah, yeah. Oh, we're my, the same. My age. knees feel it. 
Oh yeah, my hips actually feel it because when uh-huh. I go down, I can't go back up. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta yeah. have like two two second shooters helping me and the bartender. <laughs> I know that feeling. Yeah. <laughs> Once you go down, you can't go back up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or I gotta have some oofs and some grunts on my way yeah, back yeah, up yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> well, you're like you have two boys. I have two girls. Uh-huh. So and we're both the same age. So we're we're veterans. Um, and now yeah, coaching. So. Tell me a little bit about your coaching and then we could go into our hot topic. I got in the last like two or three days, 18 inquiries. What the heck? Hey guys, you all know me. I'm Carissa Wu and I'm a coach for wedding photographers. I've also been a wedding photographer for over a decade, so I've been through it all. I was a shy, awkward girl and I've come so far. I'm now beyond passionate about helping wedding photographers not struggle how I did for so many years. It was six years into my business and I was so tired of being ghosted, nickel and dimed, and hearing the dreaded words, we went a different direction. I also knew I needed to find a way to not rely on referrals or paying $350 a month for the knot to get my leads. I didn't want to have anxiety about when my next payday was going to come and I wanted to scale my business. Fast forward to now, I created my very own stack system to help wedding photographers get constant leads and master the dreaded sales call and get a heck yes in 24 hours or less and charge more than four, five, six K. No more waiting around guys. This is our livelihood, our artistry and our passion. And we deserve to be respected, valued and paid for what we are worth. I've helped so many wedding photographers. Watch my 20-minute masterclass all about lead generation and closing the sale. The link is in the bio. You don't want to miss out on the wedding boom, and you don't want to miss out on booking your calendar for 2022. It's engagement season, guys, so you don't want to miss this. See you guys soon. My coaching, I try to approach from a very... I try to be a very safe space when okay. I'm coaching. I want to uh, approach coaching from a, a non-judgmental, a shame-free zone so that anybody can come in and feel um, themselves with me and not mm. have to worry if I'm sitting there judging them, not have to worry if I'm going to shame them and say, oh, you should have done this or you should have done that mm. or this is what you need to do. No, I don't know. I don't know. We got to talk about it. We got to see what what's going to be the right fit for you. What's going to feel right for you? Maybe it's this. Maybe it's that. Maybe it's something I've done. Maybe it's completely the opposite of what uh, I've done. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And so it's it's an openness that I like to coach with to to allow people to come to me and and say this these are my struggles and to kind of lay them down and let's sort through them together and see what we can do to fix it for you. And and I don't know what the answer is until we've until we've worked together. Yeah. And, and maybe we have to try some answers on for size and see how it's going to yeah. do. Cuz I I kind of believe that there's no one right way to do things. Oh, people um, are so different. Yeah, yeah, and there's Everybody no wrong way to do things. Yeah, and so to coach from that perspective and say, well, what do you want, and how are we going to do this for you? Um, that's that's my coaching style. Oh, I love that. I love that. Yeah, everyone's so different. So I think you can't just be like one for one size fits all. It has to be customized yeah. for people to yeah. see results. Yeah. And I'm, I'm an open book as well. I'm always going to share what I've done, what I've, what's worked for me, what hasn't worked for me and say, well, well, this did work for me. Do you want to try that and see if it works for you? Yeah. Or, or, you know, this didn't, but maybe it will for you or, or this is what I value. So this is what I've done, but you value something different. So let's try it. So, you know, sometimes I see coaching and education. It's like, Hey, f- copy my exact system for mm-hmm. this and this. And, this. And, mm-hmm. and maybe that's some really good information and it might fit for some people, but it might not always be the answer for everybody. So I try to find everybody's own answer for them. 
Oh, I love that. Okay, hot topic is okay. boundaries. boundaries. And we already know why you are you chose this hot topic. We talked so much about it, but give us your number one tip. You have three tips today. Yes. So number one tip for setting boundaries is start small. Okay. If you are okay. a big time people pleaser, mm-hmm. if you are afraid of rejection and abandonment and judgment and all of those things, pick one small boundary uh-huh. and just start there. And then okay. we build on it. So maybe that small boundary for you is picking one Sunday a month where you're not going to shoot. Or Ooh. maybe that small boundary is you're not going to answer from text anymore. Or you're not going to check your phone and answer emails after 9 p.m. Uh-huh. Or, or whatever. But we're going to pick one small boundary. And then after you've gotten comfortable with that, we're going to add to that. We're going to say, okay, let's, let's add another. Now I'm not going to shoot Saturdays or Sundays twice a month. Now I'm not going to check my, my email after 6 p.m. Uh, now you can't text me at all. You can't de- Even during the day you can't text me. Or, or something until we, we get to that place where we're – we we know that if we set these boundaries, our business isn't going to come crashing down. It's going okay, to be okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. So that that's tip number one. Oh, sure. I like that. I like that tip a lot. Okay. So let's talk a little bit more about ideas of boundaries. So you gave the no Sundays. I gave mm-hmm. the eight hours. No back to back weekends. Um, no texting mm-hmm. or at a certain hour office hours. Mm-hmm. Anything else? You know, I think we have to sometimes remember a, a boundary with our space, our workspace. Okay, okay, um, okay. That's that's a big one, I think, especially for moms. Okay. Um, because um, a lot of us as photographers, we work from home, and and when we are at home, and our children are also at home, we have children in our work environment. Okay. And sometimes that's that's okay, but sometimes it gets to this place where we're trying to edit with one hand and we're trying mm, to keep the baby rocking. Yeah, like my daughter was just crying like right before the the um, episode. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so that can mean that we're splitting our attention. We're not giving the best mm. for yourself to either. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so I like to put boundaries around our space and say, okay, this is my office space and children and children's items are not allowed in here. Wow. And, and, and then when I leave here, I'm leaving my office and I'm going home and now I'm at home and, and work is not allowed out here either. It's a wow. two way street uh-huh. but to set that boundary there with our, with our space and our energy and our attention means that wherever we are, we can give the full version of ourselves to what's in front of us. Oh, and I love your space. It's so cute. Thank you. Yeah. Now, I do. Brand, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I have a space that's um, outside of my home. This is an office space that I rent on the building, um, in an old building on my cute little hometown square. And, and I love it. Um, but yeah. yeah, I worked for home for, this is my second year. So I've been, I've had an at-home office for about 15 years. And then it was time for me to change it up. Yeah, I love it. So cute. Okay. So I love that boundary of space. Um Obviously, right now for me, it's hard because kids are out of school because of the second wave of COVID. So it's just so crazy. But I need my space to just think, oh my gosh, it's so hard to multitask with kids. It's the worst. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Take it away with number two. Okay. Tip number two, micro bravery. Okay. This is this is practicing saying no in low stakes situations. So (gasps) when it comes up, Uh we need to say no in a high stakes. We've practiced at it. So like I say low stakes, I mean something like, you know, you're at the um, checkout counter at Bath and Body Works and they're like, can I have your email address? And you just say, no, thank you. Oh, uh (laughs) a little, a little micro bravery there or or even when they, they, because now they say, what's your email address? And I just say, no, thank you. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Or something like that. Um, or to strike up a conversation with someone um, on the street or or in a store and, and speak to them and, and be brave there and say, hey, oh. I, I, I can do this. I can speak. and, and or, or try a new restaurant by yourself that you've never oh. been to and have to go figure out. You know, all these little things, that makes you feel like, hey, I just did that. And I'm powerful. You know, bring that empowerment to yourself. And so then when the stakes come along where like they're a little higher, where a client's pushing your buttons and the client's like, you know, you agreed to one thing and the client shows up with five outfits and wants to shoot for two yeah, hours, yeah. you have that empowerment within you to say, no, mm. you know, this is what we agreed to. This is what we're going to stick oh, to. Uh-huh. And um, we're, we're not going to go beyond that. And so, it goes yeah. back to the terms. Yeah. Yeah. We have to, we have to set our terms and then we got to stick to them. Okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I like, cause first when you said Michael Bra- bravery and you said practicing no, but mm-hmm. it was so much more than that. It's actually, yeah. Learning how to strike up a conversation with someone from the grocery market mm-hmm. or to kind of do things differently or step out of your comfort zone. And mm-hmm. how did you come up with that name? It's so cute. You know, I think I've, I heard it from a book or another, a coach that I've worked with in the past or something, uh-huh. um, that, that micro bravery, but it's just the idea of like, um, building our, building our confidence. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. And, yeah. And so by, by, by pushing ourselves just a little beyond our comfort zone. Yeah. Someone reached out to me yesterday. Um, she owns like one of those picnic, um, like she sets up the picnics and she just asked me to do a free giveaway and mm-hmm. it was just so fun to say, no, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It was fine. Right. The world yeah. is crashing to an end. Right. <laughs> yeah. I shoot for this, um, company for free, this dress company and I love them so much. Um, but I did a shoot with them a couple of weeks ago. And guess how many hours of traffic I was in? I can't even imagine. Three hours. Oh my goodness! Yeah, and I and it was for free. And I um, this right before I retired, like the day before. And I was just like, "Thank you, like universe, for giving me this like extra sign that it's like no, no, like this is not going to happen anymore." (laughs) Yes, that's that's another boundary I've set for myself is distance. Mm-hmm. Um, no, like I said, I live in Bellbuckle, and so it's about an hour outside of Nashville to okay. kind of ground that. And what people have actually heard of, people have heard of Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but and so most of my clientele is in the Nashville area, um, and so if they want me to come to them, then the price point goes up. And if they, you know, are just looking for a mini, they got to come all the way to my farm. Like I'm not, get, I'm not driving more than like two minutes down the road mm-hmm. if they're wanting a mini session. We got to come to me. But and so if you want me to come all the way into Nashville, then the price point goes up. So the farther out I got to go, the more time and energy you have to give, the more you got to pay me to make it worth it. Yeah, and a lot of photographers, like we we're saying, are scared of that. The, oh yeah, sure, I'll go all all the way to Temecula for to the wineries. Oh yeah, sure, I'll go to Palm Springs. It's so colorful. Oh yeah, I love Joshua Tree. Um, mm-hmm same price like it's mm-hmm. just it's gonna really burn you out so yeah. anyone listening like you should charge more or just yeah you have to charge more or just not do it <laughs> you have to make it worth it to you what's yeah, it worth it to it, you yeah unless you have to build your portfolio but yeah i yeah. totally agree yeah. but just understand like it's okay to say no so micro bravery is going to teach you how to be extra yeah. brave <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> okay take us away with uh tip number three Okay. 
it's probably not what anybody's expecting to hear, but you have to allow yourself grace. Okay. Because this is something that is a process. We have to learn these things. We have to learn how to say no. We have to learn how to gain confidence. And we're not going to be perfect at it ever. Even someone who's as practiced at it as I am, I have moments where my confidence fal- confidence falters. And and so we when those moments happen, when we aren't feeling confident, we aren't feeling our full empowered selves, we can't beat ourselves up for it. We have to say, okay, it's okay. I'm okay. This is going to be okay. I can feel my feelings and then I can figure it out the next time. Uh, and so that grace, I think, is really important to to build our confidence, but then also be willing to admit when something doesn't work mm. or doesn't work the way we thought it would and say, you know, I'm, I'm going to change course. And, and I tried this. It didn't work out, but that's OK. I can keep going. Uh, I'm not a failure. I can learn from it. I can keep moving. And so that grace, I think, is a really important thing that gets overlooked a lot. I think we don't allow ourselves enough grace um, as business owners. So it's something I like to point out a lot. No, I think so too. I think sometimes like photographers tend to get really down on themselves if they get ghosted or Mm -hmm. if they get rejected. Um, But if you're going to let you know, you're so, if you don't give yourself grace, like you're not going to be in the game for too long because mm-hmm. it's just going to eat at your soul. And no one wants to feel like less than all the time. So I think it's really powerful that you're mentioning this tip. Yeah. And now there have been so many times I'm like, well, that didn't work out like I hoped it would, or that mm-hmm. kind of sucked, or I kind of screwed the pooch on that one or whatever. <laughs> and then, but to accept that and say, that is what it is but it doesn't define me. I can move on and I can grow and learn from that. That's what grace is all about. Oh, I love it. Okay. I'll just recap for a second. Number one, small boundaries, which we talked a lot about like in your workspace and just say no. So it'll be a good exercise for everyone to list their boundaries. And I think it's a good call right now for everyone to take a screenshot of us and just um, tag me and Jenna um, and post to Instagram and just say one boundary that you're going to work on for this year. Um, and mine's going to be saying no. And then number two, oh, that was number two is Marco Brigery saying no. Um, you can strike up a conversation with someone at the market and just do things a little differently. Um, and number three, just allow yourself grace. So those are three. Do you want to add anything before we go into rapid fire questions? So I have this mini course on how to say no. And it's literally a formula that I have developed where you wow. can almost Mad Lib style fill in the blanks. And it teaches you how to say no in a way that um, doesn't feel so scary. It's not just a no. <laughs> you know, it doesn't have to be yeah, this yeah. just mean, ugly thing. But it's it's a way for you to um, feel confident and empowered when you just are at a loss for words. Sometimes when a client's like, can we do this? And you're just like, uh, I don't know what to say here. This will help you do it. So um, I'm sure you'll put it in the show notes, but it's called The Confident Communicator. It's a little mini course. And it's so great if you get really stuck at exactly what to say. This will help you work through that. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah. One thing I wanted to mention, I think this will help listeners is, um, yeah, you can say your terms, your contract, but I always like to reiterate it like the week before the wedding and say like, I'm going to remind you like 30 minutes before um, I have to leave that I'm going to leave and let's just get all our shots. And then I'm going to remind you 10 minutes before I leave, um, get all your shots. And I'm very, very efficient because I just tell them like I have two kids and um, 
I, you know, I work really hard during those six hours, eight hours, but yeah. I leave like right on time. <laughs> yeah. It's that expectation management. It's, it's reminding them, you know, managing what they should expect. And, and the more we can do that, the more we can say, okay, here's, here's how, how I'm going to work. And then the more we can communicate that over and over and over again, the easier it gets. Yes, exactly. It gets, it gets easier when you want to go home. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <Really bad. laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Okay. What is your woo factor, your Jenna factor? What makes you stand out? Um, my straightforwardness. Um, mm-hmm. I've been described as spicy. <laughs> I've uh, been described as to the point, sassy, whatever you want to call it. I'm just, I'm a no bullshit coach. Um, I'm not going to beat around the bush. I just want to get straight to the point. And so, yeah, that's probably my, my wow factor, woo factor, whatever we're going to call it, uh, of, for me is just being super straightforward to it. Uh, yeah. Spicy Jenna from <laughs> Bell Buckle, Tennessee. I love it. <laughs> you sound delicious too. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> cool. Okay. What is your favorite wedding? Like, it could be destination or just you could explain a little bit. Um, the favorite wedding that I've ever shot? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, one that pops into my mind, um, it was for a very special client. I had shot his senior pictures a couple of years prior, five or six. I don't know how many years, but I shot his senior pictures. And he was just one of those people that just came alive in front of my camera. He became used for me. And so I shot him a couple of other times just for fun. And then he contacted me. I was 36 four, five weeks pregnant. Uh-huh. And he and his wife were eloping at a waterfall. Just wow. the two of them and the preacher. And he asked me to shoot it. And I was like, yes. I was like, I, I was like, I'll pay you money to come shoot this. Uh, <laughs> and so and it was just so wonderful. Um he's such a kind hearted soul. His wife is as well. I had to hire somebody to hike with me because I was so pregnant and it was a hike and I'm not athletic. And so I had to like hold some I hired somebody so I could hold their hand. Oh, well, he went oh down <laughs> so I wouldn't fall, but it was still so worth it because it was it was just it was beautiful fall days, beautiful waterfall. Um, that's not far from here, and and it was just so magical. And I've had a lot of, of really great clients. You know, I, I shot a vow renewal that um that was in Hawaii in 2017. That was beautiful. Um, I've wow. I've shot. I think. When I think in terms of weddings, the weddings themselves don't stick out to me quite as much as the clients do. What's happened with a lot of my clients is, you know, they get married two years later, get a phone call, and they're having the baby. And so we we shoot baby photos. So one my first year of shooting babies, those babies are now um, eighth graders and freshmen in high school. And, so, <laughs> and they've outgrown me, but I still get to shoot them every year. And so I've had some really wonderful clients over the years where I've gotten to, you know, there's one family that I was in the room when all three of their girls were born. Wow. And so to to be included in in these families and in these moments has been such a joy and such an honor and privilege all these years. Oh, I love that. Okay, so what is one parenting advice you have for me? You have two older boys, or they're young. Parenting advice. Okay, this is really good. <laughs> Do what works for you. Uh, that's the biggest advice I can give is is do what works for you. So everybody's going to give you advice. You got to you can hear it, but you don't have to listen to it. Um, oh, because yeah. you know what's going to work for you. Of, you know, parenting when everyone's kind of like, eh. yeah, yeah. So, so I'm not going to give any advice beyond that because I don't oh. know. You, you got to do what works for you. <laughs> cool. Where do you see your business in three months or six months? 
Well, right now I am launching um, my Bright Boss Academy. It's a 10-month mastermind. And so I'm just accepting applications for it. So we're starting at the beginning of March. So that's not quite three months from now. But um, yeah, to be in the throes of that and have a group of women to walk through um, this um, framework with and and to group coach and individually coach is, is what I'm looking forward to this year. Cool. And we should um, kind of collaborate. Like you could teach my students and I could teach your students on like one small topic or something. That'd be really yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Do you also like lead, you, are you leading a mastermind? Oh yeah. I'm doing a three month coaching program. Um, so it's Got kind it. of mastermind one-on-one group coaching with a curriculum, yeah. but it's all about like leads, mastering the sales call and client experience. So yeah, we awesome. should definitely like collab. Yeah, for sure. Coach, coaches unite. Yes. <laughs> So just tell wedding photographers and wedding pros your lasting advice, anything you'd like to promote, and where everyone should find you. Okay. So lasting advice, I think it's probably going to be the same as my parenting advice. Do what works for you. Ah, Uh, (laughs) And and not what the industry says you've got to do, not what it looks like everybody else is doing on social media, um, not what your best friend who shoots weddings also is telling you you got to do, but whatever's going to work for you do it and and start there and and in make your it happen for own yourself. terms yeah yeah build a business on your own terms whatever those terms may be however it looks for you and it can be wildly different than anything you've ever seen before and that's not only okay it's going to be amazing so yeah wipe the slate clean and and do whatever you want love it and what are you promoting right now so to uh well i mentioned that confident communicator it's um that mini course on how to find the words exactly it's a formula five-part formula for finding the words to say no so whenever you get a tough email come in don't know how to respond this course is for you and then i'm also accepting applications for my year-long mastermind well it's almost a year long starts in march so it's gonna be 10 months long this year but um it's uh i have a framework um, my mastermind is called Bright Boss Academy and I have a framework where we start at the beginning. We start on your values and we build from there. And we talk about values. We talk about mindset. We talk about boundaries. We talk about um, time blocking and batching and boundaries. We talk about ideal clients and branding. And we talk about your numbers and what you need to book and what your pricing is for you and and all of that kind of stuff. And it's a group coaching situation. Um, so we build a community together. We encourage each other. We have accountability. Um, and then there's some one-on-one coaching as well. So that's what I'm taking applications for now. Uh, and we start being a March. Yay. And how about Instagram handle? Instagram at Jenna Henderson photo. Cool, cool. So yeah, I love your work. Everyone check her out. Go follow her. And Yeah, Instagram's where the party's at. That's where I hang out most of the time. I (laughs) am totally on the Instagram train for many years. And yeah, I'm so glad that we had this conversation about getting your power back. And I hope everyone enjoys. So thank you, Jenna. Thank you. This is so fun. Thanks for joining me this week on Get a Heck Yes with Carissa Wu. Make sure to follow, subscribe, leave a review, or tell a friend about the show. Take a screenshot and post to IG. Tag me. Also, don't forget to download my free guide on how to become a lead generating machine. See you next time, wedding pros.